Before we start the show, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Their support keeps this show free for you. Hello, Peace and Parenting listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters tranquility and connection? Enter HomeThreads, your partner in designing a peaceful haven. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture crafted for families who prioritize peace and harmony. From cozy family lounges to mindful decor, our pieces are designed to enhance your journey in peaceful parenting, all at the best value. Cozy home-cooked meals are one way I get connected to my kids. At HomeThreads, they have all the best cookware. The Staub pan I use to make these great connective meals is easy to use and clean and can go from stovetop to oven, making it very versatile. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace and get a code for 15% off your first order today and transform your home into a sanctuary of common connection. Because peaceful parenting starts at home, Home Threads love where you live. Remember to use our unique URL to get your discount and let the brand know where you came from. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace today and get a 15% off code for your first order. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm talking all about preference. I worked with a dad recently who was very sad and upset that his daughter preferred the mom. And it isn't always this case. Sometimes the kid prefers the dad over the mom, but lots of times kids form a preference at young ages, especially. And just know that first of all, it's totally normal. It's normal for kids to create a preference in their head and and to think that they need and want all the nurturing from from one parent over the other. And it doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't say anything about your relationship. And it doesn't mean that it will always be like that because it is a season and it will pass. And it is just part of some kids' developmental stages. And so please know that even though your child might prefer mom or dad now, they won't always prefer one parent. And to be steadfast and know that you are doing everything you can to form a deep bonded relationship with your child and that that will all come around and that you will get your season too and that you will have your moment. But there are some ways in which you can come to your child when they say they, I don't want you, I want mommy, or I don't want you, I want daddy. Some ways you can come to them when they say those things. And there's some ways that you kind of want to avoid. So some things that you want to avoid is you want to avoid being wounded. So you really want to avoid being upset. Like, oh, you always want mommy. Or you want to avoid showing it on your face that you're disappointed or shunning them. Fine, then have your mom. You want to avoid this idea that they are making you feel bad. Because then you are not safe for their feelings or their preference. You are holding them accountable 
deeper your feelings, you are saying, well, if you don't want me, then I'm wounded, then I'm upset, and I'm taking it personally. And with a child, we don't really want to display that to our child. We don't want to say, if you don't prefer me, then I'm going to shun you. Or if you don't prefer me, then I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be wounded. I'm going to be hurt by you. You want to stay steadfast and confident in that your child still loves you. And you don't want to hold them responsible for your feelings because then you're not safe, right? You're not safe for dysregulation. So in a, in a way, this is a little bit of dysregulation, right? They don't want you. They're being rigid. And so are you safe to hold space for that? Or are you going to take it personally? And are you going to hold your child responsible for your feelings of being felt, feeling okay and accepted? It's not their job to help you feel accepted by them. It's not their job to help you feel needed and wanted because they're a child. And really those come from our own selves, right? How do we make our own selves feel needed and wanted and, and nourished? We can't get our unmet needs met by children, especially little children. Well, all children, really. We really can't get our unmet needs met by anyone. We have to meet our needs ourselves. But if your child, if they can sense that you're upset, it will push them further away from you. If they can sense that you're wounded, it will push them deeper into the other parent, especially if that other parent is safe or they think the other parent is safe, even if they are or they aren't. But if that's their, if that's their thought process because you aren't safe, will it push them deeper into being with the other parent because they're thinking, oh, this, this person is, is, they're wounded and I have to take care of them. Kids don't want to have to take care of adults. And it becomes like a parentified kind of situation. So one, don't let them see you sweat. Don't lead on that you're upset. You can be upset. That's okay. And you can have your upset with your, with an adult later. And you can say like, it's real, such a bummer that my kid really prefers mom. Like that's such a bummer. And it is a bummer. And you get to say that. And you get to have those feelings, but outside of your relationship with your child. When you're with your child, you have to kind of hold your stiff upper lip. So have your feelings with your spouse, have your feelings with your friends, have your feelings with your therapist, with other parents that you know, with adults who can listen. And it's okay to say, it's such a bummer she's going through this period right now where she only wants her mom and it's so annoying and I'm having a hard time. Get it out. Have your feelings, just not with your child. So that's the first thing I would say is try to really stay away from showing your cards, showing your child that you're hurt and wounded. Because when you're hurt and wounded by something that they did, then they're going to be resp feel responsible for your feelings. So we don't want to put them in that place. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Have you tried Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals? Yes, you heard me. No cooking, no prepping, and no cleanup. Making eating better every day easy. These no-prep, no-mess meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. 
There are 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. Plus, there are over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Ditch the meal prep today. Get started and have a week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash piece50 and use code piece50 to get 50% off. That's code piece50 at factormeals.com slash piece50 to get 50% off. Now, secondly, I suggest that you use play. And when they say, no, I want mommy, you say, what? What, mommy? Oh, man, I've been waiting here all day for you to want me. Oh, are you sure you want mommy? You could respond like that. You could say, oh, but I am mommy. Don't you see me? I'm so beautiful. I'm mommy. Don't I look like mommy? Don't I smell like mommy? Am I not mommy? Can you playfully bring them out of their preference? Can you be fun with them? Can you have a good time with them so that you can build some connection here in this moment of disconnect because they're rigid, right? And they're choosing one parent over the other and they're unable to move. And so can you use play to kind of move them to a more connected place where they're going to feel better about the relationship they share with you because you're not going to this wounded place. You're going to a playful place. And can you really stick in there and be like, ah, I've been waiting all day. Now I'm going to have to come over there. I'm going to have to wrestle you. I'm going to have to take you down, you and me on the bed right now. And can you move it into a place that feels connective? That might work. That might not work. They might really stick in and say, no, I am not having you. No way. I'm not doing it. And if you are caretaking this child because the other parent is gone and this child has to stay with you, now you can go to empathy. I know you really wanted mommy, but it's daddy's turn now. I understand you really wanted her. I know you really wanted her to put you to bed. I get that. I know it's hard. And then can you hold quiet, conscious, present space for your child? Can you get on their level? Can you look them in the eye? And can you really empathize with this idea that they want the other parent? They don't want you, which doesn't feel good. But can you just focus on their feelings and that it's hard for them in this moment for whatever reason? And can you be present with them? And can you sit with them through this upset while they say that they want the other parent? Now that's be really hard, especially if you are a sensitive person. It can feel as if you're being rejected or if you have a history of rejection in your life, is it going to dig up that old rejection and is it going to bring that to the surface? And is that old rejection going to feel like this new rejection? And are you going to get triggered in this place because you've had rejection in your past and you haven't been able to process it? And now this rejection from your child is bringing up an adult rejection and now you're in a conundrum here. That could happen too. I've seen that happen with my clients. So if you find yourself there, then you've got to get to your journal and start really journaling about what that rejection was. How did you process or not process it? What did it feel like? Is this rejection the same as that rejection? Can you extrapolate them from one another so that you can see this child rejection is just a phase in your kid's life and it's not a real deep 
hard hurting rejection that you likely felt from years ago. So sometimes that might happen and it might be really hard for you to hear your child say they want mommy. But if you can journal about it and get to a better place about it, and then you can come to your child with empathy. I know you wanted mommy, but it's daddy's turn. I understand. And let them be as angry and upset as they want to be and come to them with love and affection and empathy and understanding and hold space for all of their hard feelings. You know, sometimes this rigidity or this preference can be, there can be an underlying issue in there. There could be an underlying feelings in there. And so when you can hold the space and allow the feelings to come out, you might also get your child to move through this rigidity. You might help them so that next time the preference isn't so deep and hard, especially if you've in the past shown your hurt or you've shunned them or you've just said, fine, forget it, then I'm not going to be around you. And now you're coming with empathy and understanding. You're coming with play. You're coming with connection, quote unquote. You might change the entire dynamic here. You might win this kid over sooner than later. You might really start forming a deeper bond with your child if you can make this jump with them. So don't think of this as you're being shunned and you're wounded and, you know, they're not kind and they don't love you. And, you know, the the, the mom always gets all the love and affection. Try not to think of it like that. Try to think of it as an opportunity to build connection. Try to think of it as just a phase that your child's going through, just a season that's happening. And try to think of it as a way in which you can have a good time and play and move through this hard moment using play and connection. And you might be able to change the entire dynamic that the two of you are experiencing by diving deeply into this idea of connection. I think it would work. It worked for my client. So it might work for you too. And if it doesn't, if you can't get the play going, you can get the empathy going and that will work for you. Either of those pieces of connection will be helpful. I hope this is a good journey for you, for whoever's out there taking this advice. And thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you are here. See you next time. 